0: A small hiatus, quality hang is back all in your ears. I am Rod Ooh. Brooks, and as always, I'm joined on this podcasting adventure by my partner in crime, my homie, the king of New Orleans. Really, he is, like Roger Miller said, the king of the road. He's Marcus <laughs> Osborne. What's up, man?
1: I'm so good. So tired. I tell you, that road trip, um, it was better this time, not only because Tove was with me, but also because the weather was far better. The last time I remember last year Texas was going through that heat wave but everything oh, yeah. was also flooding at the same time.
0: Yeah, 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 some yeah. biblical <laughs> shit was going down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was driving through that shit. And I took a different <laughs> route this time so you know that drive through Texas the longest the longest part of that thing is driving from northern California into uh Arizona and then yeah. the stretch where you got to get through Texas. Yep. Cuz that's basically the entire drive right there. And you know, there is there's a, a stretch in Texas where uh, you are isolated. <laughs> there's nothing around for as far as the eye can see. And you're driving for hours.
0: When, when I made that drive going from Houston to the Bay Area, so from east to west, it, yeah. it, it, I know exactly the stretch you're talking about. It's near, um, I think it's near Fort Crockett, but just basically in the middle of nowhere, Texas. Yeah. And you've already been in the middle of nowhere, Texas, for hours, and you feel like it's inescapable. But to me, it was like, if I could just get to El Paso, if I could just get to the Texas-New Mexico border, there was an accomplishment there. Was it the same for you going from the Bay Area to back to New Orleans? Was there a sense of, if I can just get to Beaumont, then I won't kill myself? (laughs) I will kill my wife. And myself, <laughs> you know, in in Orange, Texas, Viter or some shit like that.
1: You know, so it's funny. You go through all the... I, I did have that mentality. I had both ways had that mentality. Driving from uh, the Bay, getting back to New Orleans. It was always, all right, California's fine. Arizona's fine. It's, let me just get ready for this fucking Texas stretch. And I always thought, like, once I get to... Dallas or even Houston, just out of the fucking sticks, I'll feel a lot better. Yeah. Uh, Actually, last time uh, when I got to El Paso, I kind of breathed a sigh of relief just because the weather was so inclement. It was terrible. Like it it was hurricanes and floods and God had come back. It's just some weird shit happening. And I was like, man, just let me get through this stretch. And once we got to El Paso, I was good. But this time I'm like, all right, we once we get through to, you know, where some towns are. We went to a couple of towns that had the population was 280 people.
0: Ooh. Like, why do we
1: even put that sign up?
0: Ooh, well, you know why they put that sign up, so you <laughs> yeah. won't stop there. Because any town that has a population that small, where there's <laughs> enough people that can keep a secret, they yeah. will murder you, and they will <laughs> never find the body, and no one will ever. <laughs> be able to find <laughs> out who murdered you. You dig know what I'm saying, and there's plenty of places to hide the body. Too. I, I, I mean, you could dig a shallow grave and nobody would know. <laughs> if a town has less than 500 people, then those people can keep a secret because they have kept secrets. <laughs> so, you know, here, here's a little here's a little modern day green book tip from uh, from mm-hmm. your your homies Marcus and Rod. If you're on a road trip. Do not stop in a town with less than 500 <laughs> residents, okay? Because they have killed and disposed of the body and kept the secret, yeah, and they right. will kill and dispose of the body and keep the secret again. Yeah, You're right. welcome.
1: <laughs> they probably got a scrapbook too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remember
1: that one murder in 17? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh you know you you have to have a sense of humor um well i mean you really have to have a sense of humor all the time uh because it keeps you sane but you definitely have to have to have a sense of humor nowadays because well it uh uh, it just seems that things are getting crazier and crazier these these stories over the last few weeks that have come out of i mean really children uh young people being shot (laughs) by gun-toting, paranoid, crazy older people for, for the, the mistake of getting into the wrong car or knocking on, on the, the wrong, wrong door. door or ringing the wrong doorbell. You know, young man, young black man in Kansas City was shot by an 80-year-old, some 80-some-odd-year-old uh, yeah. homeowner yeah. uh, because the, the, the young black kid rang the wrong doorbell. Uh, luckily, uh, the young man was not killed. He's still uh, in somewhat serious condition. Looks like he's going to make it. Uh, but the homeowner it just, it just, you know, just started blasting through the door. Rod, what uh, the a fuck young, is going on? A young girl. I'll tell you what's going on. A young girl, a, a young cheerleader, and I and and I'm I'm mentioning her race to make a point. Uh, yes. Young white girl got to the wrong car. Okay, mm-hmm. she realized she got into the wrong car. She said yep. sorry but the purse the car owner in the driver's seat just opened fire and started blasting on her a Play. young a young girl had her soccer ball roll into the wrong yard homeowner and I want to say this little girl was like eight years old homeowner pulled out the gun and started shooting and what this is Marcus first off it's awful it's tragic it's terrible it's it's maddening it's saddening but what this is is this is, in my estimation, the expected end result of twenty five years of selling paranoia and guns to a group of people. This yeah. is the end result of yeah. they're coming to attack you. They're yeah. coming to rob you. They're yeah. coming to kill you. Trust you need no this gun trust no one. Yeah. you need this gun to protect yourself that's why you had an 80 some odd year old man shoot through his door at a young black man who mistakenly rang his doorbell there's the reason you had some asshole shoot this 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 little white girl uh who who got into the wrong car my point in mentioning the race is it's it racism is a part of this country it's woven within the fabric but when it comes to gun violence it really isn't about race it's, yeah, it's about the guns, always has been, always will be. And when you are peddling guns and a paranoid ideology of they're coming to your house and they're coming to gil- kill you, this yeah. is how you get these type of horrific stories.
1: Brother, you are sold on the money. I think that your uh, you're pairing of the paranoia aspect with the insane gun ownership paranoia those two things definitely conspire to create this environment where people are out here thinking, I'm going to shoot the first motherfucker that look at me weird. Yep. And it, and, it I, and I'm justified
0: works. to do that.
1: And justified to do it. Everybody's going, I feared for my life. Are you that much of a pussy? where you fear for your life? Yes. For my little girl getting in the <laughs> fucking car with you? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. But these people are insane. And we're driving it. we're pushing it making this entire country more and more nuts. I saw, um, and it really, I saw, and there is, there, there is something about our culture in particular, and I think the sort of uh, the paranoia aspect and the, uh, the pushing of gun, gun ownership by any and everybody at all times because you're always under attack. Mm-hmm. There was one of these Norwegian countries that um, has uh, a percentage of gun ownership that is fairly similar to the state's. They have none of this, none of hmm. it, hmm. and and they and, and by the way, it is mandatory, right? That people like people get their guns. They teach. They it's mandatory that the children are taught at a certain age to start to. What, what is it? Switzerland? Sweden? One of them.
0: God, I they can't both. Remember. Like,
1: it, sure. It's one of them, but <laughs> apparently, like uh, there's like three million people and like a million plus guns. Uh, and so they it, it's really strict about how pe- everybody can get a gun, but you don't just get it. you got to get a fucking license. You have to be trained. And they don't have any of this stuff. Yeah, There's yeah. something about our culture that is in, insanely violent.
0: Well, here, here's the thing about our culture is that we
1: have now...
0: And by the Except, way, I
1: want to specify, Rod. I don't yeah. mean black culture. I mean American culture. Oh yeah,
0: no, no, no. I know. I know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's the thing about our our country, our gun culture, our American gun culture, is that we are all about. You should be able to get any gun you want without any any restrictions. Yeah. Um. And, and here's the thing, I don't mind gun ownership. i'm not a gun guy it ain't my thing but i don't mind if people want to get their guns the problem i have is the easy unfettered access to guns and also people us not doing the right and responsible thing of making sure that anyone who has a gun is responsible enough to have that gun you shouldn't have what you have in texas and in Florida, and I believe Alabama and Tennessee, which is anybody over the age of 18 can get a gun. You don't have to be vetted. You don't have to go through any background check. You don't have to go through any training. You don't have to be put in any sort of database. So, you know, in terms of you bought this gun, now we know who has it and this gun cannot, the ownership cannot be transferred, whatever, whatever. If it's used in a crime, we can at least go back to, hey, where did this gun come from? Who had it? none of that we've removed all common sense all safeguards all protections from gun ownership and that's one of the main problems in this country so when you have easy unfettered access to guns and a propaganda machine that is propped up by the nra uh, that that is 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 convinced a certain group of people that if you are not armed to the teeth You are going to be robbed of your car while you're in it. You're going to be robbed of your belongings while they're on your person. And worst disaster scenario, really for anybody, is someone coming into your home and harming you or your family. When you have, like I said, over a quarter century of you're going to die if you don't have a gun, that's how we end up in this spot.
1: Yep, and and, and it's gotten worse because now they're saying – you know they're pushing these anybody can carry a concealed weapon as well so basically, which is bonkers you're talking fucking wild west you, i mean what the fuck are we doing
0: motherfuckers just dog you got people out there packing <laughs> surreptitiously and it's legal it's not a problem it's legal I, like it's 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 weird to see someone carrying openly where they got a it, gun on their is. hip, like you just see that, and you are just like, okay, that's but aggressive. At there. Like but see. at least I'm like, yo, this motherfucker got a gun. Yeah, I'm fenced to bounce up out this piece. Right. But and now, my, my assumption is, even living here in California, yeah, where the gun laws are stricter, much stricter than they are in Texas and in other places, uh, yeah, particularly in the South. My my thought is always, I assumed everybody's armed. I really, really do. I think that's um, the only way you can go about
1: life. That that, that is the really safest to way do. to
0: go through life because yeah. and, and listen, that 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 tempers your interaction with people. That might even lessen your interaction with uh with people. You go to other places, again, like Texas or like Louisiana or anywhere really in the South, hey man, not the, the assumption that they're carrying, it ain't an assumption. No, everybody, yeah, they're, everybody they're carrying it. They're yeah. carrying and they're carrying. Uh, uh, it's a concealed carry and the pe- folks are quick to come out the pocket and start blasting, man. And it's yeah. just, it's wild. That's how we're living. And it didn't used to be that way. And, and the, the fact that
1: it would, it's, it is harder for me to get a license as a beautician than it is for me to get a gun. It's harder for me to get a license to do your nails, Rod Brooks,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: than it is to go and get a gun. That's insanity to me.
0: You have to get a license to fish. Yeah. You you have to get a license to hunt. How do people hunt with guns? I but but you don't but you don't need a license to get a gun. Make it make sense.
1: And and I I, I say it to people all the time, it's because folks like, to, well, we got these movies and we got these. T-. It's none of that shit because all these other countries have the same movies, the same TV shows, et cetera, et cetera, the same video games and they're not running around and shooting each other at the drop of a hat.
0: Uh, Marcus, no, no, it's it's not movies. It's not video games. It's not television. (laughs) You know what it is. We all know what it is. It's that darn rap music. It's that rap music. (laughs) If it wasn't for all that hipping and hoppin'. <laughs> that damn you hammer. Were. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's that damn MC <laughs> hammer. Hey man, can we um can we talk about the Dalai Lama? <coughs> yes, please. Um What a weird we, ass thing. Can, no, it's not weird. It's 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 Dalai Lama got to get the fuck up out the paint. For those who don't know, <laughs> Dalai Lama, spiritual leader to millions, billions, probably, um, was was, and this happened in February, but it just came out a few weeks ago. The Dalai yeah, Lama takes so long to to become public. I I I don't know, but the Dalai Lama was caught on video, caught in 4K, as the kids yeah. say. Yep. Um, with a little kid, six, seven years old, somewhere around there. And I'm I'm forgetting how it got to this point, but Dalai Lama's a very friendly guy, too friendly, yeah. as, as you're about to hear. And uh, the little kid gives him like a kiss on the cheek or a hug. And the Dalai Lama says to the kid, now suck my tongue. And the little kid, being a little kid, does it. Now, again, Ooh. this happened in February. This came out a few weeks ago. Wait a minute. Was it Valentine's Day? I'm, <laughs> i don't know if they celebrate valentine's day in tibet i have no idea but, but, yo man we ain't asking little kids to suck our tongue all right no way no how never the dalai lama does this this happened this is this is not this yeah. not just audio this ain't AI. It's real this ain't a deep fake this shit happened it mm-hmm. came out and is the dalai lama now canceled which, this is one instance where I believe in cancellation. Um, you know, any anything that has to do with, with the, the sexualization and, and just the, the sexual assault of children. Yeah. Yo, man, you, you got to go. I don't care who you are. You got to go. Did any of that happen? Is the Dalai no. Lama now over with? Absolutely not. The Dalai nope. Lama issued a motherfucking statement basically saying, oh, I'm just a playful guy. And I was just playing around with the kid. And that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. The dolly, yeah. no 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 i, I, I don't care I, if you're the dolly fucking llama no you do not ask a kid to suck your tongue a and then stick your tongue out Weirdo. i don't care if it's a stranger Weirdo. you don't ask a kid to suck your tongue stick your tongue out and then have the kid suck your tongue no every, every no
1: Everything about this is wrong. And you brought up the cancellation aspect. And I, I, be, this is why I say I don't, there's no such thing as cancellation because people right. decide whether or not you deserve to stay on your platform. And apparently, Rod, people have decided that, Yeah, it's all right.
0: <laughs> Yo, man. It's okay. Hey, let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. I don't bet <coughs> at all. That had been Lewis Fair? Ooh wee!
1: Ooh Okay, Ooh-wee. I, just, just, the the let
0: that have been let that have been Joe Biden.
1: Man, but you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I think Donald Trump could have gotten away with it. Oh Jesus Christ!
0: See, here's the thing about it. I didn't. Not only do I believe you're right, but now I have that visualization in my head. <laughs> oh my God! No, <laughs> <Ay, ay, ay. laughs>
1: It's the greatest tongue. It's not just the greatest <laughs> tongue; it's the greatest
0: tongue, the longest tongue anyone's ever seen. Uh, your Trump impression is pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> now, I, I just that that story came out. Like I said, it was a couple of weeks ago, and <sighs> it came and it went. Yeah, and I, I'm I, I, I'm blown away. I'm blown I'm, away that I, he put out a you. statement, and then that's it's over with.
1: I'm with you. I'm, I'm super shocked that this didn't become a bigger thing. It's like it was a thing for like a day, and it seemed like oh my god, everybody's outraged, and then all of a sudden, God, no one's talking about it anymore. Like he, like he shouldn't, he gone. shouldn't
0: show his face in public. It it should be over for him in no way, shape, or form. Is there, is there any way yeah. that he can justify his behavior? any followers of his can justify the the Dalai Lama's behavior in in that instance and damn sure you you can't just put out some i mean it was a statement written by a publicist the Dalai Lama did not write that statement yeah of course but you 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 can't put out a publicist statement and then that's it that's that's wild to me
1: and how in the hell does no
0: one say anything like it's literally no a dead one story. no a condemnation from any leaders around the world,
1: none. Any any other leader, there would at least be some, you know, performative investigation. Nothing. Like we're going to look into this. We're going to see what this is all about. They Nothing, nothing.
0: What's going to be wild is if you see prominent world leaders, prominent figures, if you see them standing next to him again, you yeah. know, if 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 you see like celebrities, and I don't, who gives a fuck about a celebrity? But we do live in a a, a day yeah. and age where celebrities are, and celebrity culture is is a a real and legitimate thing in terms yeah. of of power and popularity. But if any celebrities are, like, if you're Pete Townsend, and you stand next to the Dalai Lama, like, huh. like first off, dude, you shouldn't be doing that anyway because anyway history, yeah. um, but I just. I'm, again, I'm blown away that it came and it went and there was absolutely, unless I'm completely wrong about this, no, there was no condemnation of of the Dalai Lama whatsoever.
1: It was very minimal. There was very, like I said, I remember that story. It was big deal for one day and then literally the next day, not a word. No one's talking about it. Not a single peep from anybody. It's weird. And by the way, if that's what you caught him doing,
0: right, right, <laughs> right. If that's
1: what you caught him doing in front of people,
0: speak on it.
1: I'm saying he that I feel I feel some Michael Jackson tendencies coming.
0: We we have spent more time, and and I'm talking about we you know in the in the the <clears throat> the greater sense. We've spent more time talking about Jonathan Majors and mm-hmm. his transgressions. Yep than we have about the Dalai Lama asking and having a kid suck his tongue.
1: Some weird ass shit, by the way. Golly.
0: <laughs> 14, oh my God.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, people got their kinks and all that, but I'm like, suck my tongue.
0: Let that have been Crefalo Dollar doing that. <laughs> let that let, let that have been T D Jakes. Any of Any of them. That. Any of them. <laughs> Reverend Al. Oh, 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 Lord have mercy. I'd take my glasses off of that one. Oh, I can't, oh ooh, look, that'd have been Jesse Jackson.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the other part to that, though, is how I don't know what it is about the Dalai Lama that's managed to kid him. It's really interesting. I don't know how he's managed to avoid any kind of fallout at all. It's really fascinating to me. Because not and not just him. I mean, I'm 99 of any other any other public figure. I mean, people are unforgiving when it comes to these children. But like I said, <laughs> yeah, rightfully so. Like I said, if it had been Donald Trump, I could see people making not making a big deal of it.
0: Oh God, he's God. just a playful guy.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> no trick, little kids. No, no, no.
0: Oh my God, it, it just yeah. So. Here we are. Well, we I'm, are.
1: I'm glad you brought that up, and I'd be interesting to follow up on. And it's funny because I haven't seen a single follow up story on that.
0: I know. Once the Not statement came hunt. out, we moved on.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I got a lifestyle take for you. Lay it on me. Um, did you see this? I sent you a video. Did you see it yet? No. The dude, the dude going off on the plane about the baby crying.
0: Oh no, no, no! I've seen that video. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Ooh. It's hilarious. My man wouldn't
1: have it. I'm going to play some of this.
2: You're a baby okay. in a goddamn okay. echo chamber. If okay. you want to talk to me about being okay. okay. Okay,
1: because you're young. So So are a baby. Okay,
0: so you Now listen. Now listen. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Time out. <laughs> <laughs> Homeboy say. About the crying baby, and I quote, because it's a great quote. Did that motherfucker pay extra to yell? Now, so, and here's why that's funny because it's, it's it's a joke with levels. First off, calling a baby a motherfucker, man, just, just just on a molecular level is hilarious. But the baby having the financial wherewithal and the design and the thought of. I am going to pay money so I can yell to, 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 in essence, to, to, uh, to, to give a, a, a baby adult traits, like oh having money and also the presence of mind to say, I'm going to pay extra. I'm going to pay a premium <laughs> to yell. I just, to me, that is just, wow, that is comedy gold right there. See, I it, love that line.
1: And, and you know what, the, the one that got me was right before that. It's a subtle one. The, the uh, flight attendant goes, uh, Sir, you're yelling. And his response is,
2: So is the baby! <laughs> which, which is
1: amazing. Amazing. Amazing what about him? Amazing what about it. <laughs> So is the baby! <laughs> <laughs> right. like,
2: really, dude? Really?
0: oh man i I mean i don't know of any flying as hard enough as it is and it's stressful enough as it is and that's because of how the airlines have have you know what they've done since deregulation yeah 30 35 40 years ago whatever it is i mean air travel which again is cheap and 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 very safe which ultimately, that's all we want as consumers. we yeah. want to we want to get from point A to point B without dying or almost dying or feeling like we were going to die. And we want to do it for as cheap as possible. Well, to get that, um, it, you know the airlines are going to cut <laughs> and certain things, and it's going to be um, um you know, manufactured for lack of a better way of putting it in a certain way. It, it, so it's it is it is a very stressful <laughs> air travel in this country experience. Yeah. But, and when you add in a crying baby, which is already, and it's not the baby's fault, but well, a baby crying is yeah. a, a very jarring sound for yeah. obvious and understandable reasons. The baby w- w- wants attention. It's either hungry or it's it's in whatever state of distress yeah. the baby is in. So the baby, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. Um, so the baby is going to make a lot of noise. and babies crying, even not on an airplane, is a jarring sound. yeah, on an airplane, I mean, man, it is, oh boy. So I can understand where homie's coming from. But oh, damn, it. dog. He, he... <laughs> I'm
1: like, you had some other stuff happen to you today, didn't you?
0: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you his, definitely his, had some other His shit trip was not one of leisure, that's <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs> I, here's the thing. And, and listen, I, this dude, his feelings, I think you kind of uh, alluded, alluded to it. Like, everybody's felt this way. But most of us are rational enough rational enough, to intellectualize and go, you know what, it's a fucking baby. It's a baby. And it's going to cry. And here's the other thing. You think it's rough on you, imagine being the father or mother having to try to soothe that child.
0: And see, and that's the thing I always say. And I think that's the thing most adults say yeah. is, is you, you look. I don't focus on the baby, even though the baby yeah. is the one making all the noise. Yeah. I look at the parent. And when you see that mixture of fear and embarrassment yeah. and and sadness and 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 d- just all around, just like, yeah. oh God. When you see it on the parents' face, mm-hmm. I mean, just from a human standpoint, you don't even have to have kids, just from a human standpoint, you yeah. see the parents struggling with what's happening and what's happening around them. And then you just cut him a break. You know, man, yeah. just throw on you some headphones, to. throw in some earbuds and let that shit go. You got to, do.
1: Yeah. And we travel with our kids uh, when they were young. And every now and then, it would just be sometimes that air pressure gets to them and they don't know how to, you know, to obviously they can't talk about it because, hey, this, my ears are. Or feeling pressure, or have a headache, or whatever. and You just gotta fucking deal with it. Yeah, the baby's
0: and, in distress. I mean, that's yeah. That's, the, the baby's not doing it to be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it feels like it, the baby, the baby is the baby is under. <coughs> it's in duress. It's under duress. It's it's you know. I mean, air, airplane travel. It's loud. Yeah. First and foremost. Yep. Um. You know, it's uncomfortable. Um. Baby doesn't know what's going on. So I mean, you know like you know like what are you going to do about it but still him 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 calling that baby a motherfucker is come on, man the, the funniest thing <laughs> I <I've> heard <laughs> in a long
1: time. Dude, let me tell you though, know, like it it couldn't have gotten better if it was an SNL skit
0: Well at first I thought it was I'm because I've I have grown um I've grown very skeptical of of videos that I don't know if it seemed too good to be true if that's the way to put it but you know but but to 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 videos that seem to be out there to achieve you know to become viral yeah or you know to to create some sort of controversy or talking point you know what i mean it just you know with 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 the rise of tiktok it seems like there are a lot of videos out there that are manufactured and engineered to 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 start a commotion yeah. so to speak so when i first saw and heard this video i'm like is this you know somebody trying to you know somebody yeah. trying to go viral yeah. and then you watch it and we're like no nah. old boy was they thought <laughs> <laughs> they told, they told him we're gonna have you arrested sir i don't give a fuck i got an attorney
1: too <laughs> i'll go to jail I'll go." To...
0: oh, oh <laughs> man hey listen uh uh your homies Marcus and Rod. Anytime a brother says I'll go to jail <laughs> that that's that's
1: but we'll leave it alone. You lie. Okay? All
0: right. There's 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 an old saying you can't kill him or in the hang. All right? That's right. Okay. You can you can <laughs> you ain't ever gonna fight with someone who doesn't fear death. Okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, if somebody, cool, if somebody is cool, we're going. Then, hey, <laughs> take that.
1: Facts. Uh, I got some sports stuff story for you, Rob. Yes. Um, this is a pretty weird moment because, uh, the city that I grew up in, at some point soon, is going to have no professional sports franchises, mm-hmm. and. Uh, contrary to what most people believe they're not going to have franchises and really not through any fault of their own for the most part the warriors and the warriors are the ones i respect the most because the warriors were the most honest about it yes joe lacob came he bought the team he did a press conference in san francisco he said my intention is to move the team out of oakland into san francisco now those of us in oakland didn't like it, but we respected it because he was honest about what he was doing. Right. These motherfuckers with the Raiders, and this is why I, t- I said, fuck these Raiders, and now I'm saying, fuck these Oakland A's. <laughs> because the Raiders did all this bullshit about, no, we want to be here, we're going to try to stay here. They, what? they was trying to get free money, and they got the deal that got them the free money yep. in Vegas. I'm not mad at that, but just be honest about your shit. And the A's... The A's are the most villainous of all because basically for two ownership groups, these dudes have been trying to play this, been playing this game about how much they want to be here. The rooted in Oakland and all this other bullshit. Right. After after
0: the Raiders left, the A's came up with the slogan rooted Rooted in Oakland.
1: Oakland." Really want to be here. They play this game and they weren't getting people. But every single one of us in Oakland knew, oh, these dudes want to leave. And that's why they don't spend money on anything, because it's not like they don't have money to spend. It's not like the A's don't make a profit every single year. They do. It's not like they're broke. They play broke. And so it's always, and I've been talking about this for a good 20 years, because people don't really look at the the details in this shit. These dudes who own the A's have boo bucks. They are one of the richest ownership groups in baseball. They're not poor. They wanted the city of Oakland to give them a bunch of free shit. Yes. And when the city of Oakland capitulated and said, okay, we'll give you some free shit, they still went, oh, we want more free shit. Right. Now, Oakland is not as – and I I got into a debate with some dude about this, and it pissed me off still to this day. I'm like, man, Oakland does not have a billion dollars to just give a fucking sports franchise, a
0: billionaire –
1: they don't just have a billion bucks to You want to give you a billion bucks and free land, get the fuck out of here.
0: And the infrastructure yeah around the free yeah. land, uh you know, roads and <laughs> and sewer and things of that nature uh to make um to to make getting to the ballpark and staying at the ballpark to make that a uh an experience that is not miserable.
1: Yeah. Am I no. No, no, no. Don't give these dudes a motherfucking thing. If they want to go, let them go. Because And and believe me, I am one of the people, and I still do this to this day, believe that it's cool, it's fine for cities to help pay for stadiums for for professional sports franchise. I don't have a problem with it. But when you're trying to rape people and lie to their face and put a product on the field that is on purpose trying to be trashed, and and for many of those years... Can't help but to keep winning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't help but to keep winning. It's not because they wanted to win; it's just they couldn't fucking help winning. And it's finally come home to roost. Like this team this year is garbage. As I said, they would be garbage. And it's all because I mean, you know about the the cheapness, not paying the the minor leaguers and all this other bullshit. Fuck these dudes. Good fucking riddance. And that's coming from a lifelong Oakland A's fan. Fuck these
0: dudes. John Fisher is the owner of the A's, and he um, he, he did Oakland dirty. He did A's fans dirty. Mm-hmm. But he did uh, what Major League Baseball wanted him to do, and John Fisher did all of this while using the shithead owner's playbook yep. and the, the chapter of how to get yourself out of a, a situation in a city that you don't like to a more desirous and more profitable city. And I say that because I know how you as an ace fan feel and how other ace fans feel because being a kid from Houston and being a Houston Oilers fan. Yeah. I saw Bud Adams. Mm -hmm. uh, He can rest in piss. Uh, (laughs) Bud Adams did exactly the same thing that John Fisher did. Yeah. Um, He... But Adams was a bad owner. Yeah. Okay. He was a yeah. bad football team yeah. owner. He got lucky a couple of times. Yep. But got, other than that, you Bud got Adams, Earl
1: Campbell, and you, you you got you got Bum
0: Phillips, and and then Warren Moon, and yeah. and you know that run and shoot offense that yeah. came along that got some traction. Other than that, the Oilers were dog shit. Yeah. Uh, when uh, the AFL and NFL merged. In uh, in nineteen seventy nineteen seventy one, whenever it uh, it was, but Bud Adams kept putting out a substandard product, and then when he wanted when the stadium boom building boom started to happen in the late eighties early nineties, uh, he wanted himself a new stadium. After threatening to move to Jacksonville mm. in the mid eighties, mm. and they made the renovations to the Astrodome, just mm. like the, the just like Oakland and. Alameda County made the renovations to the Coliseum to put in Mount Davis, which yes. ruined the Coliseum. Yeah, uh, the, the for the aesthetics uh, of baseball. the
2: Coliseum. Fuck. yeah,
0: absolutely. From yeah. from an aesthetics point of view, and as we all know in baseball, the 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 aesthetics of the 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 stadium, stadium is very very important, which is yep. why you have uh, the the new old style stadiums like you have in San Francisco and Pittsburgh yeah, and and basically around the country. So anyway, my point about Bud Adams is. Once he realized that he, he wasn't going to get what he wanted. He stopped spending money in free agency. Mm -hmm. The team got bad people who were already mad at, Bud Adams because of how badly he had run the team over the years and already mad at, Bud Adams, because he threatened to move to Jacksonville, Uh got what he wanted. Still put a substandard product out there
1: Mm. when
0: he threatened to move to Tennessee, Mm. people in Houston said, well, you know what, man? Fuck you. No, yeah. Yo, we're yeah. not going to give you more money yeah. for, for a new stadium. We're already paying off the, the, the on the Astrodome renovation. The product you put out here is terrible. So people are Trash. going to go see it. And so what did Bud Adams do? And what did do? Uh, for Bud Adams, they painted Houston Oilers fans as yes. bad fans. Well, yes. they won't yes. support the team. They so don't if go they, to games. If They don't go to games. So if they don't go to games so and support the team, yeah. then we have to leave. Yeah. And they up and they left after the 1997 season. Like yeah. I said, it's the shithead owner's playbook. And yeah. it goes for all of the owners baseball, football, basketball. Because they did it in hockey, too, with -hmm. the Minnesota North Stars moving down to Dallas and becoming the Dallas Stars. Like, people in Minnesota don't fucking support hockey. the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) They don't support a shitty hockey team run by a shitty owner. But you have the shithead on your playbook. And there is a chapter in how to get yourself out of a situation you don't desire to a more desirous and profitable one. And John Fisher played it step by step they yep. they knew that they could never go to San Jose because the Giants were never going to re- relinquish yep. those territories they Which knew, knew that the Laney- because
1: the A's had those territorial rights
0: and they gave them away but I'm but but, but and they knew they knew the Laney College project was a non-starter and they knew the Howard terminal project was going to be too big too expensive and too much of a of a bite at the apple for the the city of Oakland to commit to, financially and then with the climate here in California as it has been for the past 25 years of we are not going to give public money to owners private owners of sports teams the A's and John Fisher they knew that all the things that they had proposed and you mentioned it they would propose something people here would jump through hoops and they would go "Eh, it's not enough because they knew that there was never going to actually happen in Oakland they always had their eyes on either Las Vegas or Nashville or Charlotte. It ended up being Las Vegas. They always were going somewhere else. They never in good faith negotiated or thought that they were going to stay here. It's, it's the shithead owner's playbook and John Fisher got a copy of it and did it word for word.
1: And I, I I can promise you this, um, the the Raiders are already having this problem and it's going to be worse for the A's. There are no fans of those teams in Las Vegas. That's not going to be a home field advantage. Like the fact that the Raiders would play games uh, last year in Las Vegas and the other team would come in
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and blow them out in the stands... Like that—that that never ever. The Raiders were the fans that were going to other stadiums and take over. Right. That never happens. You think the A's are going to draw fans? But it's not uh, but about that. It's about making money, and they'll no, they no. You're right. Money.
0: You're right. But I, I will say this though, it's about winning. And yeah, sure. if if the A's win, they'll get fans. They'll get people. If the Raiders. <laughs> Get back to respectability and winning. I, I couldn't help but laugh as I was thinking it and then I said it. Um, you will have more Raider fans there uh, than you will visiting fans. And and listen, Vegas for a football uh, game, especially, is always going to be a destination for road fans. But the last couple of years, it was uh, it was very obvious and it was very acute in terms of 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 uh, visiting fans taking over uh, at Raider games at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas because the Raiders are comically bad. They're well, horseshit, if, if but but if but if the Raiders are if the Raiders are good and if the Raiders start to go deep in the playoffs, uh, you know, for a couple three years straight, then the Raider Nation and and it is a real thing and it's a worldwide thing. You know that it you'll have less red in the stadium when the Chiefs come to town and and I say all that about Vegas, even though it is a transient city, mm-hmm. Vegas has over a million people. Ve- Vegas yeah. is a real legitimate city. It's not just yeah you know it's it's not just the Strip and and what have you the success of the hockey team proves and, and the hockey team came and they won off the rip. Vegas is a hockey town, man. So it's, it's about winning. And if the A's, when they do move to Vegas, if they do win, they're going to have a fan base that supports them because it's all about winning when it comes to, if people are going to spend their money and their time going to see a team live.
1: I believe that more about football. I don't believe it as much about baseball. I'm generalizing, I just don't believe, especially with with the slide that baseball is on right now, in terms of uh, people really being interested in it.
2: Okay, I that's think, fair. I,
1: I think it's going to be a tough sell. I, I think that football is is a world the na- nation sport, so you will always be able to fill stadiums with it. And it, eventually, if the Raiders has some sta- sustained winning, they'll build a fan base there. Um, baseball going to be a much tougher sell, man. And you're talking about 82 games there. And if these motherfuckers come out sucking too? I mean, let's see how much money they spend now.
0: Well, I mean, I I would think John Fisher is a shithead owner. I'm I'm going to assume that he's that stupid. There's no way you can go to to Vegas and be like, but we're going to have one of the lowest payrolls in the league or we're not going to spend money. I, I think he's... Once once he, he knows that he's gonna have himself a stadium situation that is going to really put some money in his pocket, because that's what it's all about,
1: then yeah. they'll start
0: to spend money to compete. It, it would be lunacy, it would be business malpractice to go to Vegas and and yeah. not try to win. Like I said, that, that was the thing about the, the the Golden Knights in an expansion team, but they they put together a winning expansion team, you know, that and went to the Stanley also- Cup final. And and that winning really you know re- really kind of started a rocket ship ride for that franchise in that city.
1: Yeah, I think that the the night story is incredible because basically they made the playoffs every year in existence except the year, except year one. That's mm-hmm. insane. Also, it can't be underestimated. That is Las Vegas's team.
0: Yes, it is. It is not an expansion team. I mean, it is not a a a. Um, a um, Relocation team That's that is an expansion wise. team. Yes. And it
1: also can't be not how much fun hockey games are to go to.
0: They are very much so. Much, much better to watch live than it is in person.
1: Oh, so much fun to go to live, dude. Um, I got a question for you about Houston. Yep. Yes. I always hear Houston painted as a small market. Why?
0: Um, it's not. It no, is No,
1: it's clearly not. It's
0: definitely not. It's the fourth largest city in the country. It is a Media. I, I mean, yeah. whoever is painting Houston as a small market city is 100% wrong. It's, it's not. It's
1: insane. I mean, there, there's money in Houston. There's people in Houston. It's a huge media market. But I always hear it's not a
0: It's a small market. Which yeah, I mean, th- those are people who have never been to Houston know nothing about it. It's not. What, and they
1: typically say this in terms of being able to sign and re-sign players and free agency. Well, it's a small. No, well, that's, well, that's they, just they can't, they can't. Yeah, but afford that's not.
0: Yeah, but that's not that's not the market's fault against yeah. shithead owners. It's ownership, right? <laughs> you listen. Free agency is about what if do if, do you have the money to 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 spend to get that yeah. free agent? Yeah. There's a second part to that. Are you willing to spend that money that's to get that free problem. agent?
1: That's the part. Yeah. And for for years, you hear, well, you know, such and such can't afford it because there's there's smart. Now, some places, I get it. Some pla- like you're in fucking Green Bay. Okay, I get it. You ain't got a bunch of money there. I get it. You find it though. <laughs> yeah. You find it. And and obviously, the Bay Area is not a small market. But Joe Lacob will spend his money. It just seems that the ex- the expectation is that the quote unquote large market teams will spend, but the small market teams won't spend because they can't afford them. Like, but Houston is not a small market.
0: No, I mean, it, again, it, when it comes to free agency, that that is an owner thing. I mean, yes, there are some some parameters and there are some um, financial roadblocks in terms of the salary cap. Uh, and that's more of a football and a basketball thing. There is no salary cap in baseball, so to speak, even though the luxury tax does act as a, a de facto salary cap. But um, no, if if you're an owner and you got the money and you got the desire, whatever free agent you want, it can be yours. But, But again, the thing about it is there is this perception that when you're the owner of a sports team, of a franchise, you are very competitive and you want to win. Yeah. That is not the case across the board. Nope, it's not. You're only talking about, really, a couple of handfuls, a <laughs> couple of dozen out of all of the four major professional sports in this country, NHL, NBA, you know who National Football League, and Major League Baseball. There's probably only two dozen owners Yeah. Okay, out of those four entities yeah. that are really about that life, that are yeah. really about... I want to win, and I want to yep. win at all costs. The rest yeah, I, of them are like, I'm trying to get this money, yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a, trying I'm hold, to lose I'm, it.
1: I'm going to hold on to this until until I'm ready to sell it.
0: Until I'm ready to sell <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> like, for, for, and for as much shit as I give Jerry Jones, I know that dude desperately wants to win. Yeah. He's a terrible GM, but I know he is out here trying to win.
0: And he's he's the main person I think about when I think about an owner that wants to win. Yeah, he's Joe Lacob. Is like that. Um, yeah. Robert Kraft of the Patriots. Mickey is, Harrison uh, is that Mickey Harrison is like that. Uh, J- Jeffrey Lurie, the owner yeah. of the Eagles, is, yeah, he's trying uh, to win, man. Absolutely, man. Uh, the rest of them, they ain't, they they ain't, they, they ain't cut like that. They no. don't get down like that.
1: It's it's sad when you see teams like you know um, Toronto finally won, and uh, so I guess they're a bad example now. But I, Toronto was always t- like, man, they're just always just going to be good. And then they're gonna go a certain get to a certain height, and then they're gonna crumble. But they got that shit done.
0: Uh, Good for them. But there's always well, you know, they fired the coach today. They fired Nick Nurse today. Get out of here. Five years, dude. Went from went from I think he was coaching uh, Great Britain's Olympic basketball team. What? Toronto Raptors head coach. Twenty sixteen NBA champions yeah and wasn't he coach of the year as well fired today wow yeah man it, it's it's uh, <laughs> when it goes it goes what have you done for me lately yes sir yeah man and talk dudes, about- dudes get tired of hearing the same same cat they just do wow
1: but it's so funny because they didn't <laughs> toronto is again a team that is always competitive they had uh Kawhi that year they had a really good team that year they got to, they got to the finals. They won the thing, and they knew that there was going to be some rebuilding once Kawhi left. And mm-hmm. This is the way they repay that dude.
0: Yeah. God, fucked up. Yeah, fucked I up. I mean, he's too. probably going to get a new job somewhere else. I mean, when when you're an NBA champion, as well, uh, he should head coach. Somebody else is going to give you a job. His career is is not over by any stretch of the imagination. But yeah, I mean, it's it's wasn't that long ago that Nick Nurse was at the top of the world. Yeah, and man. now he ain't got no job.
1: It's funny how you're not as good a coach when you don't have a Kawhi Leonard.
0: <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> I mean, listen, Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich yeah. Yeah. might be the greatest NBA coach of yep. all time. The San Antonio <laughs> Spurs were this year and have been the past couple of years. Ooh. Dog shit. Yeah. Boy, no Tim Duncan. Why Why know. is that no the case? No no Duncan, no Parker, no Ginobili, no Kawhi <laughs> no Leonard. No David Robinson. No chance. <laughs> well, you know, that's what's going to happen with uh, Steve Kerr.
1: Hey, there's no, there's no uh, Steph Curry. There's no Draymond Green.
0: There's no uh, Clay Thompson. Nah, he's, he, no, he, he's getting out before that happens. Nah.
1: You, you think he'll take off? Oh, I think yeah. he's going to stay there until Steph retires.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's that's, that's yeah. what I think he'll do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but you can already look at him and tell that, that dude is aged like a president.
1: You <laughs> know what, <it>, Rod?
0: <laughs> Go back and look I, at Steve Kerr when he first got the job and then look at uh, him last night. You know, coming back uh and uh getting one game uh in uh in the series against Sacramento. As we tape this right now, it is uh two one Sacramento with the series lead. Um I, I but he looks exhausted.
1: I, I yeah, because I find it fascinating. Um losing takes a toll on you, but winning clearly takes a toll on people as well. Oh yeah. Because once There's a fine a line
0: between the two, man. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 there is there is a difference. I get that, but yeah. that that margin of error between yeah. winning and losing that 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 middle and that razor's edge, yeah, that's the shit that stresses you out. Yeah, and the expectation. Oh yeah. That once you set a certain
1: standard, like so many Warrior fans have become so fucking bougie. <laughs> like, dude, you realize where the squad was, you know basically a decade ago Mm -hmm. you forget where it was let's not forget that shit and let's give these dudes a break because the the fact that you've had 10 years of one of the greatest dynasties in NBA history you should just be appreciative of that
0: how often do you see or engage with Warriors Twitter
1: I see a lot of it I don't I I do not engage though
0: dog I I just I watch it from afar (laughs) Yo, man! Warriors Twitter is—it's <laughs> like that line from Star Wars, talking about Moss Eisley Cantina. Yeah. you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Warriors Twitter—the the, the number of people who 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 think they know. Yes. More about the team yes. than Steve, Steve
2: Kerr. Kerr. Yeah. And,
0: the, and, and the number of people who talk about how he can't coach and how he's misusing Steph yeah. and and yeah. how and, yeah. and, and 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 if they don't like a certain player, they will just. I mean, they won't just say that he's a bad player. They will yeah. just. They will. It's it's insulting how they talk about some of uh, of these guys. It, yeah. It's, it's toxic. It is it is toxic beyond belief. I I'll am.
1: Share, I, I'll share this with you. Uh, I for a while I was engaging uh, with uh, the host of one of the Warriors podcasts, uh, and this is a fairly this is a fairly big podcast. Um, it's it's a, it's actually a network podcast. So I would listen to this guy's show, and I would. You know how sometimes you'll listen to people, and you're interested in what they're saying, and then at some point you realize you stop. And you go, "Oh, this person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about." <laughs> and that's what I did with this cat. I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's just saying shit." I'm like, "Dude," and then when he starts going, "I don't like the, I don't like the fact that Steve Kerr isn't playing Wiseman more, and he needs to be playing uh, Kaminga more," I'm like. Dude, what the fuck do you know?
2: <laughs>
1: what do you know? The reason they're losing like dude, you think that Steve Kerr, the man who has basically put together this entire squad uh, since Mark Jackson left. And we can talk about that if you want to. But Steve Kerr is the architect of this thing since Mark Jackson left. You think and he's put all this pressure on himself to win. You think he would put out uh he would not play guys who were good? <laughs> It's it's you think he would not play Moses fucking Moody if he didn't because get out of here, man. You
0: you would think and, and issue with how some of, of these people and not just not just you know, podcasters and yeah. loud voices on Twitter, but yeah. some fans too, just yeah. The run in the mill fans, is that you that accomplished as much as over the And especially what he's been able to accomplish here very recently, as recently as last fucking year when they won a championship. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Their their fourth championship in six years. Is that what it was? Yes. You would think that he and others would be afforded a certain amount of grace. Yes. That yes. that's that's my only point this is not to say that steve kerr is infallible this is right. not to say that that he can't make mistakes and and right. and, and others you know whether you're talking joe lake of bob myers right. or even players that they're not capable of making mistakes of course they're humans course. they're going to make mistakes and i have no problem with the discussion uh about those mistakes and i have no yep. problem with people giving their opinions Yes. Uh, and, and what they think should be done or what they would have done. Hey, man, that's what makes this world turn. What right. blows me away are people who just flat out say he doesn't know what he's doing or he's misusing certain <laughs> players. Dumb. You would think, you would think again with yeah. what he has been able to accomplish yeah. his entire career, who he has worked with and learned from right. Phil Jackson uh, Greg Popovich, yes. just to name two obvious yeah. people. Luke and, Olsen. that <laughs> that that Steph's relationship with Steph, uh, yeah. with Steve's relationship with Steph that you could see is, is there. I'm not saying that they are, are, are the best friends or whatever, but there's clearly a working relationship and an admiration yeah. between the coach and the greatest player in the history of the Warriors franchise. Yeah. There's a mutual respect there. And, and 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 that respect has led to their working relationship being one that has been very fruitful. Yep. You would think that his ability to deal with Draymond Green yes. and all the stuff that comes along with it, you would think that that would give in everybody's mind, Steve Kerr, a certain amount of grace. Yes. But they don't. And I find that to be- Weird and ridiculous. <laughs> and fascinating and sad at the same time because it, we're not just talking about some some moron we're not just talking about somebody and again I'm not saying he's perfect that is right. not how I'm, I'm trying to put this I'm just putting this as this man has accomplished a yeah. lot especially recently and yeah. we're just going to get on fucking Twitter and just be like his rotations are terrible and that's why they're losing like, 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 you, you, talking know, like you know about? what rotations are like, 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 he mismanaged the Moses Moody situation. No, he just realized that a 19, 20-year-old kid wasn't ready to play. They were not yes. going to put him out there in game yeah. situations. But behind the scenes, they were going to work with Moses Moody yeah. and get him right so he could play big minutes in a very important game three yeah. that the Warriors won last night. And yeah. what's one of the reasons they won that game last night? Because of the play of Moses Moody.
1: Yeah. Well, and one of my favorite things is we're hearing them say, you know, Steve Kerr just can't develop young players. No, he can't. Really? Well, let's look at the track record. Kevon Looney. Developed him. Jordan Poole. Where did he come from? <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about? Even Draymond Green.
0: hmm No, and, and, and listen, with Steve, because he is old school in this regard, yeah. yeah. he does not like to just throw rookies out there. I and love they, that. And if they don't know what they're doing or if they're fucking up the program, he gets them out and they're not going to play. He's not going to play right. guys that are not ready, especially if he have op- if he has an option of going with an older veteran player yeah. who might not be as talented, who might not be important to the right. forward in, in years later, but he gets the job done right now. Right. There are people who hate that. And my thing is he's the coach. He has the discretion of being able to say, I'm not going to put a young player out there yeah. that doesn't know what they're doing. Yes. We're going to work with him behind the scenes so we can get him ready and up to speed to play big minutes in big, big games. That, to me, is just – that's coaching. There's nothing yes. special about that. There's yes. nothing There's nothing uh, uh, groundbreaking about that. That is a coach's purview. A coach – should always have the ability to say, This player is not ready. He's too young in the game. Yep. I'm not going to put him out there until I feel that he's ready. We're going to kill a coach for doing something that coaches I mean, have been doing since the beginning of time. Get the fuck right, out of right. here.
1: Yeah. Earn that time. We know we whine we,
0: we, we about people being given
1: stuff. Well, right. they have to earn their time. Right. You can't. Right. And, just and, because and, you're a high draft pick, you don't just get to go out on the floor. And
0: let me tell you something right here, right now. Okay. I know this for a fact. For Mm. 100% fact, Mm. you know who also doesn't like a young player out there who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing? Steph Curry. (laughs) Wardell Stephen Curry.
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Because you know what? Great pairs want to win right now. You think, trust me, if LeBron James was on this team, none of those dudes would be able to set foot on the floor.
0: It just, it blows me away, man. Like I said, I I just, I, I watch Warrior Twitter. I, I don't engage in it, uh, because I just I I find yeah. I find certain b- b- loud dominant voices to just yeah. be <sighs> to be just misguided. It, to put it, it, it is quite annoying.
1: I was I was asking my boy like, oh, well, if 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 Steve Kerr is bad at developing young players, tell me which young player got away. <laughs> which one? Which player got away that the Warriors never should have let him go? Which one is it?
0: Well, when he was putting up points, big points on the bad team, they were pointing to James Wiseman. And listen, God bless James Wiseman. It 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 didn't work. He got hurt. Um, There's no place know, for in, him. In other factors, but we it's you can miss me with that James Wiseman talk for right now. Oh my now. God, no. Well, and
1: let's be and be to be completely honest, just like you said, there are so many other factors that stunted his development. Yeah. And this this is a team where we can't afford to have you out on the floor fucking up every night. Just so you can get better,
0: nah. Nah, don't work that way.
1: Nah, um, I know we got to run, I just, and I wanted to hit on the Georgia coach thing, but maybe I'll save it later. But I really want to talk about the meteoric rise and fall of Jonathan Majors.
0: Yeah, man. Oh boy, fumbled the bag big time, didn't he?
1: God damn, Rod.
0: Maybe you can go hang out with the Dalai Lama.
1: <laughs> no, because Dalai Lama is a lover. Ooh. Jonathan Majors is a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> that was a
2: good one i <laughs>
1: it's really it, it's 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 amazing to watch and it's really 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 sad and i don't mean like i don't feel any sort of Empathy or sympathy mm-hmm. for him, mm-hmm. if all this shit is true, I don't feel bad for you. It's just, it's, it's just sad to see this type of thing happen to a black man who had the world at his fingertips and fucked it all off.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, 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 I think qui- I said very this. quickly. Yeah, I think I said this a few weeks ago that I, I, I would hope that Jonathan Majors would be afforded the the same um grace that white celebrities gotten themselves in trouble, similar trouble, or even dissimilar trouble, um that they've been given. You know, Mark Wahlberg is the first example I think of, you know, Mark Wahlberg assaulted a man and blinded him in one eye, but Mark Wahlberg can't do no wrong oh, in uh in, in Hollywood. Um but you know you you ultimately you are responsible uh for your own actions and you're responsible for your own career and if jonathan majors is truly uh guilty of what he was accused of by this one woman and if if his if his history is if if this history of his um abusive behavior is true then then hey man yeah you fucked up dog yeah gotta go fucked up and and you know and listen once you get to a certain level in life and you can't see that a your behavior is harmful literally harmful to others especially women and also your harmful behavior to others especially women is harmful to your career if you if you can't see the forest for the trees and go i got to change some shit, then you know what you deserve to to yeah, man. fumble that bag um and i mean oh boy like you know the 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 marvel Movie situation—that's clearly in jeopardy. It looks like they're going to try and recast his character. Can yeah. uh, he was a part of uh, the the army's um, new yeah. uh, set of commercials? He was uh, going to do some stuff for the Texas Rangers. He's from Dallas, Jonathan Majors, yeah. uh, and he was a part of their their ad campaign. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, baseball team on the rise in Texas Rangers. Uh, yeah. That's gone and a couple other things as well. So, hey, man, you know, it, it's, it's, I, I was pulling for the brother just because I was hoping that it wasn't true. Yeah. Uh, <clears> then <throat> to see how his lawyer handled it and then those, those text messages that they put out there, which were, that, that was, that was, that no, was they, garbage they, they the way trash. that they handled that. It was just, it was absolute trash. trash. That, that was, that was to me the, the real indication that, oh, man, this, this, this dude ain't, you know yeah. this dude ain't right oh it,
1: it really is sad it's a sad sort of fall there'll be a documentary about it one day i'm sure remember this is the same thing that happened to uh, the kid who um who played Eze.
0: yes yeah yeah
1: same shit happened to him he was yep. blowing up he was everywhere getting all kinds of accolades got on uh chicago on showtime turned out to be a sexual harasser
0: gone yep. yeah gone yeah, I mean, but you know, it's it's pretty simple, man. Yeah. Don't don't hit women. Right. Don't hit women.
1: Don't hit women, and don't tongue tongue down children. Well, I unless guess unless you you're the Dalai Lama,
0: you can, <laughs> you can do that if you're the Dalai Lama. I can't believe he's <laughs> going to get away with that. I cannot believe he's going to get away with that. We do so, but there, there's there's certain group of people in the country that do so much screaming about yeah. children being sexualized and children yeah. being preyed upon sexually, yeah. and and drag shows are are harming children. Oh my and, God. Uh, you know we, we all this stuff and the Dalai Lama who again really has no impact on uh, you know the the religious culture in the United States of America but okay he's he's you know he's a a world famous figure yeah and no no one on that side of the aisle condemned him for <laughs> what he did don't no, no that side of the aisle no one no, no one. One. I'm, I'm blown away by this no one
1: <clears throat> no one I'm like this is kind of sick y'all and we didn't even get to the recent spate of of course
0: mass shootings oh yeah we had another one well we had several yeah yeah it's yeah that's that that's no how you know stuff. things are wild is that we have run out of time to where we couldn't talk about uh another or a couple more mass yeah. shootings? yay Fantastic. On, bro. All right, everybody. Indeed, it is a quality hang. It's not just the name of the podcast. When we get together, that's how we get down. Make sure you follow us on all of the socials and you can email us quality hang at gmail.com. My brother, I am glad you survived your, yeah. uh, your, your trek halfway across this country. You're now firmly uh ensconced in uh, new orleans louisiana so we're gonna get back on this thing uh on the regular after a couple of week hiatus
1: yeah i'm yeah, so ready to do it let's do it baby
0: all right my brother be well take care man
1: yes sir all right everybody be good or be good at it we'll see you